Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And he just turns into this hollow shell and collapses to the snow as the light goes away. So he's an Ole Miss fan. (laughs) (laughs) And I do need a sanity roll from everybody on witnessing that. So that that was not chill. That's a hard success for Henry. Okay. I failed pretty hard. Failure. Uh, Rose is having a hard time. Extreme success. Uh, Since you got extreme, I won't take any. I'll take one from Henry. And then uh, for the two of you who failed, Jacob and Rose, it's going to be D8. Oh, that's a six. Three. There you go. All right. A three. And Henry has pulled out his notepad again, and he's writing down everything that he just saw. Wonderful. So uh, I need Jacob to make an intelligence check. Oh, for sure. You got it. A success. Okay. That's the one you don't want to succeed. Good. (laughs) So you understand what you've seen here, and it's going to put you into a bout of madness. Awesome. I'd love for you to help me shape this to determine how Jacob's going to react, but it should be something that you know, is manic or phobic or... Jacob's now going to become worried that that things are going to come out of his own skin. And along with this itch, he starts picking. Ooh, okay. Wow, my God. And he just kind of just starts picking at himself a little bit. And it's probably going to get raw. It's not good. You're going to get infected. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think on the six and the bout of madness, I'm going to, I'm going to take it just a little bit further and say that um, okay. over by the pies that are cooling on the counter at the diner, there are some really like shiny knives there. And I mm. think they probably would help you get at that itch. Oh, good. <laughs> so Jacob notices those knives and goes over and- um, Yeah, there's forks too. I mean, whatever you want to do, but I, you got to scratch it with something sharp. I want the fork. Jacob is going to get the fork and start really, really just getting it, you know? <laughs> just getting in there. Yeah, and I think what's going to happen is the siblings and Edward, you're going to notice that he's not just like using the fork like a back scratcher, right? He's scraping away his skin. It's starting to bleed. He won't get out. He won't get out. He won't get out. Yeah, he's got the light. He's got the light too. Look, he's trying to get the light out. Hey, Jacob, can you just calm the fuck down for a minute? He will not get out. Give me the fork. No. How are we feeling about our chances of getting in that car and getting the fuck out of here? Look, I think at this point, I don't know what we're going to do with him. We can't just leave him in this state. You got uh, some past experience as a, as a boxer, right, Uncle Ed? Yeah, but I've never, listen, I never punched somebody so hard that he started picking at himself with a fork. No, you punch him hard enough that we can drag him into that car and we will resolve this situation later. All right, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to roll for to see how long your bout of madness is going to last, Wes. Oh, it's not so bad. But they don't know that. I think at this point what we need to do is get everybody in here. <sighs> Jake, do you have the keys to your truck? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got give, give me the keys, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> You're drunk, Jake. <laughs> the deadline's going to get you. I know. I know. Jake, what we're going to do... We're going to put everybody in the diner into the back where it's safe. The light's not going to get in the back, Jake. We're going to close up all the holes. We're going to get everybody else where it's nice and dark and safe back there. And then we will drive away from here all together. All right. I think that's the best plan. Hey, we're getting in our own car and leaving, right? <laughs> You're fucking with him, huh? No, no, this is good. I like this. Yeah, no, yo, yo everybody, we're getting in the back of the truck. It's going to be real safe. You want to help us move this couch? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I do think the back of the truck's open. It's a cab and then it's like a cattle bed. It's that shitty? Ugh, never mind. No, no, the plan's good. The plan's good. <laughs> if he's buying it, go with it. Give me a persuade roll for Jake here. All right. Nope. Yikes. No, fuck no. You're trying to steal my steal my truck, and then I'll be stuck here with the light, uh, the dead light. Well, then you, fine. Then you get in the truck and start going. I don't care who gets in the truck, Jake, but <laughs> you can't just leave it on the road. If we got to get going... Why are you leaving your truck on the road? You're right. You're right. You're right. He runs out into the cold, snowy night, and you just see this blinding light. Worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, pie lady, I like your odds. Why don't you go get it? (laughs) All right, so... Henry, to answer your question, no, I don't think we're getting in the car. (laughs) All right. I I respect that. Amelia's going to tug at Edward's shirt. 
we could, we could sneak out the back. We, we can get to the cottage. The cottage. We gotta check my grandpa. The light, the light maybe got him too. Narratively speaking, I think we better get to this cottage. I don't like our odds here in this diner. All right, um, Amelia, how do we... How far is the cottage? I mean, it could be closer now that it's getting late. Uh, <laughs> Jacob has grown tired of the fork and has changed to a knife. All right. And is now cutting at his own leg. You're going to need ointment. <laughs> ointment. <laughs> now, I do think like before your bout of madness ends, that itch, you saw the way that those two died. Mm-hmm. You know the lights in your eye, Jacob. Oh, good. No. Okay. Okay. Somebody has to take this knife from him, please. I'll do it if nobody else will. Yeah, actually, Henry's going to, when he sees him go for the knife, he's going to try and take it from him. I I think you'd probably at this point want to fight him back, Jacob, or at least try to keep the knife. Sure, I do. Yeah. What I think I want to do is um, hit him with the, the handle of the knife. It's a hefty thing. Yeah, these pies are fucking huge. I love that. I think you should do opposed fighting brawl rolls. Uh, there's no way I'm going to win that. Oh, wait, I got some. I'm scrappy. Oh, but I failed. Oh, we both failed. It's the worst fight ever. <laughs> While they're fighting, I'm going to pull Rose over and I'm going to whisper to her. I'm going to say, Rose, mm-hmm. this is a weird fucking night. So I think you should know you're adopted. <laughs> Tonight, on a very special Ain't Slayed Nobody. Man, what a reveal. That's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know, right? It's a lot. Crazy. I just sort of felt like you deserve to know what with everything going on. And if we do make it out of this, you might forget, given everything else that's going on. So That's true. <laughs> that's why I hate livestock. And all of you love it. <laughs> it's how we knew you were never really one of us, Rose. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Amelia is trying to drag you, Edward to the back door. He's like, if you, if you don't think we can get to the car while it's distracted with the mist out there, I think we can make a break for the cottage and help my grandpa. And it's warm there. It's stone. I don't even think the light could get through the stone. We can make it. I'm with you, Amelia. Who are you? Yeah, I'm Henry. We go back 40 minutes at this point. You remember the Oldsmobile? <laughs> I want to talk to Jacob real quick. Jacob, we're going to go to the cottage. Uh-huh. And we're going to get the light out of you safely without a knife. But you have to come with us. Amelia's grandfather can help you. But I need you to trust me and come with us, okay? And put the knife down. It needs to get out. Jacob, we're going to get it out. It's because of what I did with the money. I know. I know, Jacob. (laughs) I know. I know. But we're not going to worry about that right now. We just need to get to the cottage, and then we can get the light Wait, out I'm, of you. Wait, I'm now worried about what he did with the money. Henry, I need you to just chill. It's because of what we did. It's because of... Don't worry. Jacob, shh, 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 sweet boy. We have to get it out. What are we talking about with the money? Because I, <laughs> I could use the money, is all I'm saying. It's fine, Henry. Don't worry about it. You don't know the guys that I'm in deep with. Go on. <laughs> No, we got to get to this damn cottage because it seems 
important from a plot perspective. The thing we got to remember is forgiveness is key. Jacob, money is the key right now. I need the money. I bet there's money in the cottage, Henry. Is there a banana stand? <laughs> Let's just go to the cottage and I'm going to get that money from you. How are you getting this to the cottage? Are you going to try to drive there, get to the car, or are you going to try to follow Amelia? Based on everybody else's car experiences, I am voting for try to go through the woods at this point. Yeah, I don't think we're going out the front door. Okay. I also want to go into the woods. It sounds good. Let's go to the woods. I mean, at least it'd be a scenic death, right? Rose, come on. Come on, sis. We're going to the woods. <laughs> I think I fell asleep. So, yes, let's, let's go. We're going to die in the woods, sis. Let's go. <laughs> let's all go die together in the woods <laughs> as a family. As you follow Amelia, kind of pulling you along, Edward, out the back door of the diner into the woods. She's like, we've got to be quiet, okay? Uh, just follow me. And you're going to start to see light, but it's coming from behind you, coming from the other side of the diner where your car is parked. But you do kind of see and almost feel this pulsing light behind you. And as you make your way along this snowy path through the woods, I'm going to need all of you to make a constitution roll. Extreme success for Henry. Okay, add one to your move rate for Henry. Edward got a regular success. Okay, so your move rate will stay right where it is. Jacob failed. Okay, so you take one off your move rate. I'm gonna die. I failed. Okay, so you're gonna take one off your move rate too. Okay. Henry, you, you actually can get away. And I'm gonna. Yeah, you can run ahead of everyone. You can see the cottage in the distance and you're able to kind of keep your footing and your bearings across all these obstacles. The rest of you are going to have to make some rolls and decisions. The first obstacle, this kind of steep bank of icy snow, I'm going to need all of you to make a, a dex roll. Okay. Fail. Oh, hard success, baby. Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I failed. So Jacob, you kind of, you almost glide down the slope. You see Henry kind of way off in the distance somehow, uh, but you can kind of follow his lead toward this stony cottage that you're beginning to make out in the distance. Next, as you're kind of um, trying to navigate this, Jacob, you're going to run into this large tree that's collapsed across the path, and I'm going to need a climb roll from each of you. Vroom, vroom. The light's actually shining out of all the windows of the diner now, which might make you suspect uh, beneath the screams that you're hearing behind you that it was a good idea to leave the diner, but you did leave a lot of people there as well. Eh. If I got a two on that climb, do I just kind of like do a backflip over that son of a bitch or what? <laughs> you briefly turn into Spider-Man. You're catching up to Henry now. You found like a, a nice little path over this tree and you're right on Henry's heels. I just felt like running. <laughs> how, how, did, how did Edward and, uh, and Rose do? Failed. We each failed. The snow is growing deeper and deeper and you realize kind of after it's too late that you're crossing an icy river. Oh, fun. And what I need, I don't know if this is the right role, but it seems fun because of how you have to navigate the icy river. I want stealth rolls from the two of you. Rose just 
Again, remember, you're adopted if this doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and the deadlight is like, I mean, you can almost feel the the silver light filled tendrils on your backs for Edward and Rose right now. Ryan, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great job, Rose. Oh man. Y'all y'all gonna get eaten. Yep. Did you both fail? Yep. They did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanna can I throw the car keys to to the light? <laughs> Jacob at this point. Sorry. And just be like, hey, there's a lot of good sweatshirts still in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to do this, Ryan, but I'm going to ask for a throw roll. That's fine. <laughs> Watch this fail, too. Yeah. Told you! <laughs> you threw them into, like, this snow-covered, dense underbrush. It's probably going to not... You're not going to be able to find these till spring. That's fine. That's fine. Fucking great. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> I do think... Yeah, I do think Henry and Jacob are going to see that happen. You tried. Yeah. <laughs> Edward and Rose, the ice is cracking beneath your feet as you traverse this icy river. And as the light creeps up your neck, you can almost feel it prickling your skin. And I need you to roll power. Oh, here it comes. Edward rolled extreme success. Holy shit. I failed. Okay. Um, At least she got to pee. That's true. She's in the river. She might as well pee again. That's all a woman has to cling to in the 20s. At least they let me pee and go to medical school. Briefly, yeah. Yeah, so you have this ethereal silver white light that's pulsating behind you. It's growing brighter and brighter as it draws nearer. And Rose is transfixed by this mesmerizing light. And Rose, you find yourself unable to move or look away. And as it moves closer, its cold tendrils reach out to you and begin to ensnare you. Edward, I mean, it's really up to you. This does allow you to get away if you'd like. Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. She's adopted. It's fine. I'm going to look at the other two and I'm going to say, guys, Rose is in the portal. <laughs> Rose, your your last moments are, are just filled with sheer terror as this alien entity consumes your energy, leaving behind nothing but a lifeless husk. And as the ice kind of breaks through completely, the three of you just watch this drained husk of Rose drop into the river as the light goes whoosh, and disappears. Found family is real family. We'll miss you, Rose. <laughs> She did leave behind this kind of haunting glow across the snow. So at least it was like kind of pretty. <laughs> Again, a woman in the 20s. It was <laughs> 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 pretty. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's the end of the line for Rose Carfax. Amelia's with us, right? Oh, shit. I forgot. She's actually ahead of me. Yeah, Amelia crushed it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, is like, she's stumbling and staggering. She's ninja warrioring the fuck out of this. <laughs> she's got all that hot water energy. <laughs> and you'll find your way to the Green Apple Acre Cottage. It's, it's quite secluded. But you'll see that, you know, maybe the road would be passable. 
<laughs> come come spring when we find those keys. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of at the front door to this cottage now. I'm busting right in. Yeah, you don't even have to, because as you get there, you realize it's banging open and shut in the wind. God damn it. And and the snow is kind of filling up the entryway for this cottage. The whole place is in darkness. I have a good feeling about this, you guys. <laughs> Give me spot hidden rolls as you enter the cottage. That's a hard success for Henry. Edward has a regular success. Oh my God, I succeeded. Okay, yeah, so maybe you all see it, but especially Henry on that hard success. You will see an abandoned crowbar lying in the snow near the front door. It just kind of left this you know, indentation in the snow, and you spot it there. I think your impression would be that kind of the way the, the snow looks, like someone slipped and fell here, leaving kind of a skid patch in the snow. I pick up the crowbar. I'm walking into the cottage, crowbar at the ready, saying, Mr. Amelia's grandfather? <laughs> Amelia, where where is your grandfather? He, I, he was right here in the uh, the reception room when I when I when I left. Uh, Grandpa, as you walk in, the reception room is going to be the first area you enter. There is an overturned metal coffer that looks out of place in this room. It's like sixteen by nine inches. It's trough shaped, featureless, and it's mounted on small clawed metal feet. It's open. I'm putting my face directly in it. What is in there? <laughs> <laughs> it smells odd as well, which is always a, a good sign. The inside appears lead-lined. It kind of looks to you like an urn, and there is a fine white ash. Some of it's inside, some of it's spilled out onto the floor beside the hearth. You just have this distinct unease while looking into the coffer. It's like a physical revulsion or nausea that you're feeling. And I will need a sand roll. I succeeded. I also succeeded. A success. Okay, so you each take one point of loss. Amelia sees you all kind of looking at this coffer, this urn thing. She's like, what is that doing here? I remember it. It was something, I don't know, something important to the family, but I don't, I don't know. I was... They, I was told never to touch it. You were told never to touch this case? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Look, maybe maybe there's something locked up that explains all this in the in the study. That's where he keeps all of his, all his research, all of his valuables, everything. All right, get the crowbar. Let's go to the study. <laughs> we're going to fuck this place up. <laughs> You're getting a little moonlight kind of gleaming in off the snowbanks. This is the site of a violent altercation. And you're going to see two dead bodies. One of the bodies, it looks like like a bullet wound in the shoulder. And the other one is in a strange and horrific condition. And this is a younger man in his 20s. His features are all contorted in agony, almost unrecognizable as a human form. His jawbone and many of his other joints are dislocated. And the lower half of the body has been reduced to ashes. It's like some intense heat burnt him from the ground up. What remains of his upper body, his skin is blood blotched and blackened, like his veins exploded inside of him. And his eyes are red-black masses of hemorrhage. I will need a sand check from everybody. Wow. I've got an extreme success on that sanity check. Wow. 
Edward has a regular success. Okay, I'll take one from Edward, one point of sanity. I, uh, I rolled a 100. Ooh. Oh, no. Okay. I am going to die now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 1d4 plus 1, so you are going to take five more points because you take the max on a fumble. Am I, I'm back in a bout of madness, right? Mm, of course. I mean, it's probably going to remind him of, of the light again. I think he wants to get it out of his head. And so he really needs that crowbar. Okay. <laughs> are you, are you, how are you going to go about getting it? I'm just going to start grabbing for it. I'm definitely not letting him have the crowbar. Probably not. Fighting brawl? Yeah. Unless you're trying to dodge, Chuck. No, I'm, I'm going to, he's my brother. I'm fighting him back. Yeah. Uh, I failed though with a 90. <laughs> I failed. We are the worst. You stop it. We fight like <laughs> shitty brothers. Uh, you're like pulling it back and forth. And maybe at the end, no one, no one really wins. It's just an embarrassment in front of your uncle who's a trained boxer. Right. With the backside of that crowbar, the flat side, I'm going to try and clock him in the head. Oh, you're going to keep it going? Yeah. I love that. Um, are you going to dodge or fight back? I think I'm going to try to like step into it and like hit him in the head and like kind of catch the crowbar. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's kind of a maneuver, but I think it's still fighting brawl. So give me another one of those opposed rolls. Oh, I succeeded. I had a hard success. Okay, so whatever you just described is going to work. Hell yeah. Well. <laughs> okay, so I'll give you the crowbar. I don't think you're going to take damage for that, though, Henry. Uh, it's unpleasant, but you get popped in the head. The crowbar has been wrestled away from you by your brother. You crazy fuck. <laughs> Aha! And then he starts bashing himself in the head with the crowbar. I gotta step in at this point. I have to. And what are you gonna do to him? I want to just try to like bear hug him, just sort of get him restrained. Get it out! Get it out! Give me a strength roll for Edward. Nope, failure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're not stronger than his desire to bash himself with the crowbar. Apparently not. Yeah, so I am going to take damage. I'll roll it. So you take three damage for what you've done to yourself with the fork and the crowbar. Yeah, you'll see he's got a welt. He's like bleeding from the forehead. And uh, Amelia is like crumpled on the ground next to her shot grandfather. Grandpa, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (sighs) Hey, Amelia, what happened in here? (sighs) I don't know. I don't... I don't remember. You said he was sick. I'm not crazy. Yeah, she's not, she's not that helpful right now. Oh, God. There is a, a crude sack mask that looks like it was torn off during a struggle, maybe between these two men. And you see a recently fired single-barreled 20-gauge shotgun. A sack mask? <laughs> you mean like a scarecrow in the Batman movies? Yeah, yeah, I like that, yeah. I'm going to grab both of those things, and I want to hold the sack mask up in front of Amelia and say, tell me what this is. I don't know, that's... Is is that Clem? She's looking at the mangled body. Who's Clem? He's a... He's just a guy. He lives around Orchard Run. He's... It's Mary's boyfriend. Amelia... Who does this mask belong to? 
I don't know. I think, I guess Clem, Clem Ward, he was, maybe he tried to rob grandpa. Amelia, I know there's something you're not telling me about your grandfather. I don't remember. I don't remember. He's, he's a doctor. He, where is his office? It's over there. Yeah. This room has been given over to paper, like paper everywhere. Old personal letters, records, out-of-date medicine books. It's a shame Rose wasn't here to enjoy all the medicinal uh, <laughs> right. educational material in here. Uh, the Natural History of New England. There are some books on that. And there's a sturdy locked bureau. Hey, Jacob, can you pop that thing open for us? He opens it up and gets gets in there. It, it gives. It, you can get in there with a crowbar without a roll. Sweet. You find a lot of shit inside this bureau. You find $600 in cash. Hell yeah. Henry immediately grabs the <laughs> cash. Oh boy. <laughs> what? I want to do a slide of hand roll so they don't even see me do it. Well, since Jacob popped it open, I don't know if Henry would see it first necessarily. You know what I mean? I mean, y'all could give me luck rolls to see who spots it first. Sure. That'll work. All of us failed our luck rolls. <laughs> yeah, but you have the lowest. I had the lowest, 63. Okay, so you can pocket that $600. All right, sweet. You see an account book for Arkham First National Bank. There's this little pot of funny-smelling wax ointment. She did say you needed ointment. <laughs> okay. And there's this leather journal kind of tucked away under some legal papers and professional certificates. I'm going to go flip through that, see if I can get a library use roll. Okay, yeah. So the journal contains several dense handouts, everyone's favorite part of an adventure. Sweet. Yay. Chuck, do you want to read this shit or do you want me to do it? Yeah. The useful, if unorthodox, resident of the casket, our sin eater, its uses have been many over the years, although it has predominantly been employed to rid certain socially conscious families of unwanted offspring. Jesus Christ. The legality of the creature's use is debatable. Its efficacy is not. My conscience in this matter, and that of those who came before me, is clear. For many of the children would never have survived, regardless, given their deformities or other less obvious abnormalities. As for the rest, the Lord does not suffer such blasphemies to live. Oh, this is darker than I realized. <laughs> there are like four of these things, Chuck. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> As in all things, safety first. Should the sin eater escape its confines, then the only way to recall it is to provide it with suitably prepared patient, such that it becomes satiated and lethargic and willingly returns to its coffer. Inscribe the spiral mark shown in blood, preferably the patient's but not essential, on the patient's forehead. The patient does not need to be a child, but it must be human and naturally alive at the point of contact. If the patient is conscious, then they will need to be suitably restrained. Once all preparations are complete, perform the recitation as phonetically transcribed below and permit the sin eater to perform its duties, after which it will return to its casket. Once it is within, close the lid and seal it immediately with a liberal application of the aromatic wax ointment. Chuck, you remember in college when you made everybody call you Sin Eater? <laughs> <laughs> I still have that tattoo. Yeah, it's on your lower back. 
I was taught the Sin Eater can be summoned and directed to seek out a person at some distance if the correct phraseology is used, this being subtly different to the procedure previously noted. And then the page is torn. Hey, Amelia, are you interested in a henna tattoo? <laughs> what? No. It's free. I, I'm getting really good at this. <laughs> no, no. What? No, stay away from me. She's backing away. She's not trusting you. What, uh, Jacob? <laughs> Can I interest you? I feel like we, we should maybe check out the cellar. Yeah, why not? Can we do that thing where we're all stacked like right against each other and walking in unison? Zoink scoop. Let's go downstairs. (laughs) And we get down there, and the Harlem Globetrotters are there. (laughs) Nice. Apart from dust, cobwebs, and packing crates, the only thing down here that looks interesting is this domestic electrical generator system. Ooh, I want to fire that up. Yeah, why not? Okay, uh, I need an electrical repair roll. Oh, that's not going to go well. Yeah, I I failed that 44 out of 10. You know what? I'm going to spend 34 luck to make that a success. At a kid. There you go. All right. You hear the hum of the electric generator. It's kind of filling this room. Almost makes it unbearable to be down here. I'm just going to ask for a group luck roll. (laughs) Right? You dick. He's a dick. Uh, Well, we failed. 42 on 16. Okay. Above those creaky wooden steps, you just see light filling the doorway inside the house, and you hear a girl's scream. Is it good light? Like, hey, the electricity's <laughs> back on? Yeah. It's almost like a crawling light. It's not not electric light. And you hear that pulsating again, the, like the one that took Rose. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Okay. It's filling the house upstairs now. What if we're really quiet? I like that plan. The generator. (laughs) (laughs) We're like uh, the kids in Jurassic Park moving that flashlight around. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a light on. Uh (laughs) Turn it off. Oh, God. I'm sorry. (laughs) Should we make a break for it? (sighs) It's just going to catch us. We have to do this ritual, right? Yeah, so Henry's going to grab whatever is close to looking like straws Uh and make one of them a short straw and hold three of them in his fist. Okay, yep. On a D-100? Yeah. Highest number gets the short straw. Okay. All right. Bye! (laughs) This is my character voice. I just haven't been doing it. (laughs) Holy shit. Wes and Chuck, you rolled like amazingly well on that one. Yeah, we got a two and a ten. (laughs) All right. uh, This is how we like to treat our guests. (laughs) Bye! So are are we assuming that you brought the materials down to the basement? Yeah, let's just assume we already had all that stuff. Jacob grabbed the ointment because he wanted to spackle some on his shoulder. Yeah. So, so all you need now is blood. I believe Jacob is already bleeding. Bleeding plenty. Yeah. 
It said it didn't have to be the victim's blood. Patient's blood, sorry. I mean, we're going to kill him, but we don't have to be dicks about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Boys, I just want you to know, I'm glad I fucking lost the case. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> that's perfect. Hey, you're drawing the, the pattern on his forehead in, in Jacob's blood. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yep. And because I'm a dick, I'm going to need you to read the chant together. Yay. I'm so happy I pulled the short straw. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to say because I'm a dick, I need an arts and crafts role. (laughs) You failed. You failed. You drew the cool Superman S. How do you want to sing it? Was this to the tune of I love rock and roll? Give me like in the style of Dave Matthews. In a boy's dream. <laughs> Fuck Dave Matthews. What are you talking about? So do you think you got through it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think we nailed it. We summoned that. some fucking old ones, Yeah, dude. that demon comes down, and he's really chill right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I think what happens then is that the glow intensifies upstairs as you're singing this incredible tune, and uh, you see this writhing mass of luminescence, the tendrils undulating like this living predatory thing starts to kind of crawl down the stairs, casting this sickly cold light on everything around you. And you see, it's almost like twisted branches of light in the form of this thing with dark shadows glowing beneath it. And you can all feel this malevolent presence of the entity as it enters Edward through his mouth and his nostrils and his ears. His body is just like bursting with this light and it just, it rips his body in half. Like it's just splayed open in front of the two of you as the light then shoots up the stairs and you can hear the lid of that urn slamming shut. Jacob, you uh, go, uh, go seal that thing real quick. Oh, I- <laughs> I'll be down here with Edward, I guess. <laughs> Give me sanity rolls because your uncle was just like opened up in front of you by light. Yeah, I was waiting for the sand check. Apparently, we were both pretty chill about that. It was all the Dave Matthews singing. <laughs> Did you both pass? It oh, was, wow. The chant was worse than the death. <laughs> okay. You'll both take two points. He's a close relative. The split open husk of Edward lies on the cellar floor. The light is contained inside the mysterious urn. There's no sign of Amelia other than a pile of gray ash. Did his body end up under a table and dreaming? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone in the diner has died, whether you ever find that out or not. That's fine. You now live in orchard wood because you can't find the keys. (laughs) We're the only two residents, though. We're it. <laughs> until until the thaw. What is the what are the months following this event look like for the two of you? Um, I like to think that it's like uh that movie The Lighthouse. <laughs> it's just the two of us sitting in a room staring at each other and like descending into madness. Mm-hmm. I second that. And I, I think maybe there's a 
a part of you as dawn breaks kind of over the trees and the birds begin chirping in orchard run that wonders would the daylight have stopped the the deadlight could edward have survived had you just hunkered down until dawn better safe than sorry <laughs> thank you for listening to ain't slayed nobody for ad free episodes lots of bonus content and special programming please join our wolf pack at patreon.com slash ain't slayed or subscribe to ain't slayed nobody plus at apple podcasts nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber See our show notes for full credits and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you and good luck out there.